Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It is episode 101 of the Say Hey Podcast. I am Doug Hayes. It is May 4th. May the 4th be with you. 2023. Uh, Say hey, Rob. What's going on, my man? What's going on, brother? What's going on, man? Yeah, you beat me to it. I was going to lay a Star Wars uh, little little shit on you, but uh, I know I know you're not quite on board with me on that. So, uh, what? yeah. I'll, what did I'll, I say? Yeah, I'll, you know, for anybody who doesn't know yeah. Growing up, I tried to like hammer in Star Wars to Doug when we were kids, and I and I think I did, but I think in like the most opposite way possible because Doug does Doug is not a fan of Star Wars, don't let him fool you. And I don't, uh, I don't hate it, yeah, no, you don't hate it, you don't hate it, but man, like I woke up this morning and what did I say to myself, Robbie? May the fourth be with me, with and, me, <laughs> and I've, I've had a great day today outside of work and staying late, but. Yeah, Star Wars has been on TV all day. I recorded them all just in case. It's funny because I record them even though I already have them recorded. But just because it's May the 4th, I got to be on top of it just in case something's different. So, but look, I will say this yes, the most I was ever into Star Wars, who would have thought we'd be talking about Star Wars now? Hey, the most I was ever in Star Wars, yes, when we we're growing up and you would show me the original movies, which are they're really good. I just never like really got into it. Like I saw the ones that came out like in the late 90s, 2000 area. Yeah. And um I watched them, but then I I don't know, I was kind of bored with them. Mm-hmm. And then the 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 ones like that have come out in the last decade, I haven't seen one second of them. Uh, so yeah. Um, I like like my wife. My wife's not like a huge like fanatic, but she enjoys the Star Wars movies. I know her family does. Uh, you know, maybe it's just families because like you know my family. I can't name one person in my family that's like oh Star Wars. So the f- <laughs> funny quick story, real quick, is whenever like my father in law uh, brings that he's a big Star Trek guy, but he also likes Star Wars. Star Trek's good too, but not yeah. like Star Wars. But whenever, whenever it's like brought up or whatever, and like he's gotten to the point where he knows I'm going to say something now to piss him off, I always do the opposite. <laughs> so like, if if Star Wars is brought up, I'd be like, "Hey, Spock's my guy, dude!" Like you know. And then if a Star Trek is brought up, then I'm going to be like, "Chewbacca," you know, like <laughs> it just gets him every time. So uh, yeah, I always I always do the opposite. But um, I I just want to say for anybody listening or watching, like. I have nothing against Star Wars at all. I think it's I think it's a great you know like George Lucas is from Modesto right on the road, yeah. you know. So, hey, yeah. uh, hey, mom, my stepdad, shout out Michael Keltner, the like one best guys in the, in the world. Checked out me and uh, our boy Eric Culpepper uh, junior year to watch the premiere of Revenge of the Sith. He checked us out of school to go watch it, and it was one of the best days of my life. So. May the fourth be with all of us. Anyways, um, let's. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. 
Hey, you know what? We're going to do something a little different tonight. Um, obviously, you know, our last episode was episode 100. If you haven't listened to it, go back. We kind of reminisce and bullshit. It was fun. Um, have a couple things to talk about tonight, but tonight we're going to lead off with talking about a little drama here. Okay. And we're going to have some Mauricio Dubon chatter. Okay. I know this was a couple days ago, you know, catch everybody up, catch ourselves up. Um, Giants were in Mexico over the weekend, lost both of those crazy games to the Padres. They go to Houston and face the defending world champs. And they take two or three because it doesn't get more SF than that. And there's nothing like it. Um, but on Monday in game one of the series in which the Astros won, um, Mauricio Dubon, former giant, had a good night. He's been playing well. You know, he had like a 20 game hitting streak uh, that recently came to an end, I think, a week or two ago. Um, He's been primarily playing at second base, uh, you know, for Jose Altuve, who should be coming back, I think, in the next couple weeks um, from that broken hand or whatever from the WBC. But, anyways, um, Dubon, obviously, former Giant, was up with the club mainly from like 2019, I think, uh, up until about a year ago this week, I believe, is when. Um, he was traded, and he was traded for who is it? Michael Papirski, the Michael catcher. Papierski. The catcher who did absolutely nothing for the Giants. Five whole games with the Giants. Yes, uh, and after that, he was gone. And so, uh, a lot of people, you know, Giants fans are very loyal, whether you like it or not. That is mm-hmm. a fact. A lot of Giants fans are very loyal to their players, even to a fault where they're more, you know, more loyal to a player probably than I would say the Giants, which. We're kind of the opposite way, which I think is right. how you should be, but whatever. You know, fan how you want to fan. Um, so a lot of people were upset when they traded Mauricio Dubon then. Um, I was a Dubon guy a couple years ago, and then I kind of, you know, he, the way he was playing, and, um, like, he's fun to watch. He's entertaining. He's young. He's from the area, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. He had a lot of mistakes, and I'll get into that in uh, a second. But anyways... Uh, as a player, I was kind of whatever about them getting rid of them. And, um, you know, obviously that trade wasn't really great for the Giants. Uh-huh. Uh, but, I mean, let's talk about Mauricio Dubon. Because um, now mm-hmm. what just happened, because he had, what, three hits, two RBIs on Monday. And, of course, like he performs. And this brings up a lot of Giants fans on Twitter and like, oh, well, Mm-hmm. You know, we should still be in San Francisco, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And after the game, this isn't word for word, and I know I'm rambling here, sorry. Yeah. But he basically says, like, they didn't treat me right in San Francisco. Okay. And so I, we can start with that. Like, Rob, give me your thoughts on this whole Mauricio Dubon thing. I can't believe we're talking about this, but I thought ah. it was necessary. <laughs> hey, hey when, when the team's 13 and 17, we're going to talk about some uh, off-the-wall stuff. So this is good. Um. Yeah. Yeah, um, go back to the beginning. Um, Mauricio Dubon. We were, um, you know, 2019. Yeah, they get him for Drew Pomeranz and Ray Black. You know, two, if you we remember, Drew Pomeranz was having kind of like a little renaissance year that year. Yeah. For, uh, in Bruce Bochy's final year. And Ray, and Ray Black was one of the Giants' uh, upper prospects. And, yep. yeah, and so they, they, and the Giants weren't great that year. That was what that was. Remember that year? They were like, they were tweeners at the trade deadline where like they didn't know what they wanted to do. Like, yep. we want to sell, but we want to buy too. That was Farhan's first year as GM. So, talk about a tough position to be in if you're Farhan. But the, 
you know, the the star piece of that trade deadline for the future was Mauricio Dubon. And he was already like 24, 25 years old, had been up already with, with, with the Brewers, shown flashes, but it was kind of public record. I think the funny part is, I think the reason the Brewers couldn't bring him up at the time was because of David VR. Remember him? He was like, nothing now. And, but the, the Brewers didn't have a spot for him because of David VR. Like that was, that was what it was. Yeah. So he comes to the Giants. And if I remember correctly, he doesn't get up in 19. But in the, in the COVID year in 2020, he was one of the players when the season started that, that, that the front office, they were pushing this young, exciting 25 year old local yeah. kid, you know, um, you know, he's versatile. He can do this, he can do that. And, and I'll, yeah, I'm with you, man. Like I was, I was on the Dubon bandwagon. He, when he was on the field, you know, I paid attention, you know, he, he they, they tried to transition him into a center fielder. That was, you know, one of the big parts of far when he got here, he wanted versatile guys. He was, he was a second baseman, how shortstop, but Brian Garford's still here. We want to make sure he gets on the field. So we're going to put, put him in, in the center field. And I really feel like that was kind of the beginning of the end for Mauricio Dubon. I feel like, I feel like the organization put a lot on him, adjusting him around and learning new positions because they valued him so much. You know, yeah. it was, it was, just, it was kind of, it was, they were kind of, kind of crossing their wires a little bit. But yeah, for him to, for him to kind of call out the organization like that after everything that happened, like, you know, it's not a good move. It's just not, uh, you know, the Giants for all, for all their, faults and you and i have been very critical of the giants the last couple of years um they gave Mauricio dubon every chance in the world um you know he ran into outs he threw to the wrong bag you know in the outfield he forgot me outs there were like he just he did a lot of things where like okay if you fuck up once oh, okay okay dude yeah just don't do it again right you know mm-hmm. but he would do it again and again and again very reminiscent to uh Luis Gonzalez a year ago, who hasn't played this year, but very, but very similar guys who fl- flash like athletic can hit, can do a lot of things that you look for in a baseball player, but Oh my God, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah well, one of those mental, you know, mental midgets. So I, I don't know, like me, it, it's possible. They put too much on him in a short period of time with the, moving positions around trying to get him to be the the player they wanted him to be but you can't say the Giants didn't give him chances I mean the end of 19 through the early part of 2022 that's a long time to evaluate a player he had over 500 bats yeah um I think you know from what I've seen from what I've seen this year and this is very small I don't I don't watch a lot of Astros baseball you know neither do you but yeah, he starts the year. Altuve's out. Premier opportunity. Last year, okay, when to rewind a little bit. Last year, he is traded. He doesn't do much over there. He's like two hundred in, in like eighty games or whatever. Limps at bats, whatever. But this year, yeah, Altuve's out. He gets a premier opportunity here to start the year, playing uh, second base and shortstop. You know, middle of the infield. It's a twenty game hitting streak, and just off off the, you know, off the off the naked eye watching him. The thing he's doing differently now, but he did the Giants is he's using all fields. His swings a lot shorter. He's always been an aggressive swinger. Yes, you, you know he swing. He, he doesn't like to walk. I think that's one of the main. Still the main, doesn't. He still doesn't like to walk. Yeah, I think it's one of the main reasons. Uh, 
you know, he fell out of favor with Afaron amongst the mental errors too. Like yeah. he, he's a hacker. He likes to swing. That's why Dusty Baker loves him. You know, du- Dusty's uh, ex hitting coach. Old school. Yep. He's old school. He's ex hitting coach. You know, um, so but you, you look at that. He's using the whole field. He's not trying to pull everything, hit everything six hundred feet. And if you watch a lot of Giants baseball, that's kind of what they do here. You know, they're looking for the mistake and to hit the ball over the fence every time. You know, basically everybody on the roster, which. Whether you agree with that or not, you know, that's that's a discussion for a different time. But now you can clearly see he's hitting the ball to right field. You know, he's using all fields, shorting up a swing, not getting himself out too much. But, yeah, I mean, I'm beyond happy for Mason Dubon because I feel like there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of internal pressure on him to, to succeed here, especially with, you know, because I don't know about you, Doug. When he got here, it was expected, oh, he's going to be – He's going to take over for Brandon Crawford. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what – that was the expectation. Oh, man, this guy's athletic. He's 25. Here we go. Crawford's an old piece of crap, you know, and, <laughs> you know, he's always hurt. And yep. this, this is going to be a good thing. And, you know, it, it, I feel like it was just a little too much for Dubon out here. And sometimes, you know, different strokes for different folks. You know, you get a different voice <laughs> – you really, you get a different voice in your ear about how to approach the game, and oh, okay, because Dubon was here for a good two and a half years with Kaplan Farhan and all these guys, and he go, he goes over there to Dusty, and the first time he gets a full opportunity, he takes advantage of it. I mean, a, tw- a twenty game hitting streak, and I can hear the the WRC plus guys out there, are, you know, talking down on him and stuff, and whatever stats are fun, but. Has anybody on the Giants had like a four-game hitting streak this year? Mauricio Dubon had a twenty-game hitting streak, so let's let, let's not let's not discredit the guy just because he's hitting a lot of singles, you know. So, you know, sometimes it just takes a little, you know, different different vision out there as as a player. So, I think it's a little overblown, but Dubon. You, you know, to sum it up, Dubon didn't have to come out there and call the organization because the organization, they could have just DFA'd him when he was out of options last year. When Tommy Lestella is coming back, they owed him money. You know how the business works. They could have just cut him, but they traded him to a very good team. And Got I think, that, and I, yeah, exactly. And I think if Farhan Zaidi would tell you right now, oh, yeah, we, we knew Michael Papirski wasn't really worth two shits, but we were trying to do Mauricio a solid. He's been there a while, and, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, you said pretty much everything. Um, I'm pretty much a- along the same lines with you. I'll just say this. Um, yeah, I mean, it, you don't need to call out the organization. Maybe just go like it just it didn't work out there and I was traded. Um, right. Because I agree with you. He was given the opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think you bring up stats and I get it. I'm with you. Um, but. You know, I, I think the lazy thing is too is just like for justification for Giants fans being like, oh, we shouldn't have traded him. Like he could have been here, blah, blah, blah. It's easy to just look at the batting average and go, oh, he's hitting 303. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of a lot of average players hit 303. Um, I've been saying this multiple times this week, and I'll I'll end this conversation with this. You know, the Giants are 13 and 17. If Mauricio Dubon was still on the Giants right now, they'd be probably 13 and 17. Okay. He doesn't move the needle. It's it's like get over it now. If you like the guy, I get that, respect that. I won't I won't jump on you for that. But to think that he would have a huge impact on this team and make that big of a difference, 
get the hell out of here. Agreed. And, you know, just, just to run one more thing back, if Mauricio Dubon is still on this team, is he doing what he's doing here that he's doing in Houston? Yeah, it, it, different environment, different team. Like it, the I, I don't, the, uh, the protection he has around him there. Yeah. I mean, come on, like people people don't think that it's like it's like if uh, you know, well, basketball is a bad, but whatever. You know, you <laughs> have you have a guy like playing really well somewhere else, and he goes to a shit team. Like, there's a good chance that he's not going to put up, you know, as good a numbers. Like, you have to factor in like that won't happen in doesn't happen everywhere it's happening right. in that situation that they're currently in right now basically you know he was trying to hit for power here all the time he was he was a pull happy hitter here and now he's hitting for average and hitting the ball to right field very frequently he's in a lot of singles yeah in, in houston I, I, i'm gonna guess if he was still in san francisco he wouldn't be doing that because not very many people on the giants do that you know, this is a team that we're a lot that is very zeroed in on. You maximize every swing you have and do yep. the most damage you possibly can when you swing. Yep. So I, I totally agree. If, if he's here right now, the Giants, yeah, they're not any better. So, all right, let's move back to the Giants, and we'll start with the positive. And we're going to talk about our guy Joey Bart here. Okay, um, you know, obviously uh, started the season on the injured list, uh, came back. He's he's only appeared in 15 games, so about half of the games-ish. Um, but he's putting the ball in play, and he's hitting, uh, you know, slashing 302, 375, uh, 372 slugging. Concerns, obviously, right out of the gate. He's not hitting for any power. Um, and this is a guy that I think, you know, you could even say a year ago um, during his struggles last year that, because uh, he did hit 11 home runs last year, but you're like, you know, Joey Bart, whether he's hitting 200 or 300, he's going to be hitting for power. The 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 worrisome thing is, yes, he he's not hitting for power, and um, you know, he has 13 hits, and three of them are for doubles. The other the other 10 have been for singles. Yeah. Um, but positive, uh, he's striking out less, which ha- was like the number one thing at the plate for Joey Bart was he's got to get his strikeouts down. Last year was 38.5% strikeout rate. This year, 27.1, which I believe is like just above the league average. So if he's hovering around in the mid to high 20 strikeout range, I think the Giants are going to be okay with that. Um, so, you know, he, he's a little more disciplined at the plate. He's getting himself into more favorable counts, um, you know, to where he can succeed. I know that sounds very... Uh, sophomoric but you know what i mean by it. like he's working yeah. counts in to get himself into a position to succeed so at the plate joey bart much better and then behind the dish like i feel like he's been pretty good he's been throwing guys out he is actually according to baseball savant he is in the 100 percentile for framing which is huge because that was kind of a thing over the last uh year or two with the pitching staff um you know he's stealing strikes better and he's in the 100 percentile so basically you know when it comes to framing He's been the best in baseball. So uh, small sample size, definitely want to see more, but I am super stoked that Joey Bart is trending in the right direction, but I want to see some power too. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, I think we're uh, kind of nitpicking Joey a little bit because it's, it's hard. You know, you know it, it's hard. It's hard to, to be a catcher in the big leagues when, when you are asked to man- manage a staff and hit for power, be a key contributor on the on the offensive end like how how many 
catchers are there in baseball to actually do that. What yeah. Wilson, Wilson Contreras, you know, you know, William Contreras, like, I mean, there's not, there's not that many. I, I know Buster Posey played here for a long time and, you know, those are some big shoes to fill, but you know, it, to me, it, it just, I, I don't know. Like there's, there's been a lot of pressure on Joey since he got to the big league level and particularly after Buster retired, you know, I mean, I can only with, with all with all the flaws this team has, and there's a lot. There was one player that Farhan and Gabe Kapler zeroed in on publicly in spring training to, hey, he needs to step up his game or he's getting the hell out of here. Yeah, you know, and that was Joey Bart. Yeah, and I, they, I'm sure they have the reasons for that. It's fine because clearly he's he's answered the call, and you know he looks a lot better. And to me. You could almost kick out all the offensive stuff. I mean, defensively, he looks so much better. Like you said, yeah. fra- framing and gunning guys out. Um, yeah. You know, he missed the first two weeks of the season, you know, with his back spasms or what. It, I mean, we don't know what, what that really was, but whatever. But he's caught two shutouts with Cobb and Discofani already. Yeah. Blake Sable, to his credit, he caught one, two, and one against Alex Wood started where a bunch of dudes pitched. But – you know, and yeah, shout out to the Giants actually for having three shutouts already as a pitching staff because that's a miracle. Great. That's a yeah, thank you. It's a miracle, but but there are so many teams out there where it's just you're not even looking to your catcher to contribute much on an, on an offensive level. And yeah, I, I know he's not in for power yet. I mean, to me, I I I watch pretty much every every game. You know, he's had a couple so far where I thought he's just missed and like, Oh yeah. Say his double, his double in uh, Houston where he hits that ball, you know, five, five or so feet to the left. That's, that's in the Crawford boxes for a Homer, but whatever, you know, but he's hitting the ball hard, you know? And, and I feel like as somebody who's who watched a lot of Joey Barton in the Meyer leagues, you know, I watched him a good 15 to 16 times, you know, you couldn't just you know attack the strike zone with him because he he was an aggressive hitter and I feel like we're getting more of that now. He's not sitting there and watching. Okay, oh first pitch ninety two down the middle fastball strike one. Oh another one ninety two fastball. Oh my god, it's zero and two. It's like yeah for, for a while it was like watching Darren Ruff hit. You know, and no <laughs> and, and no disrespect to Darren Ruff, but oh, too it, quick, man. Well, I mean, I mean, a lot of Giants players are like that, especially the veterans. I mean. Because that's what that's what this that's what this team preaches is like oh you know if you're not looking for that exact particular pitch don't swing that's not Joey Bart you know jo- Joey Bart is is a free swinger so whether he's hitting homers or singles or doubles like whatever like you just want a guy at his at his age you know with all all the years he has in front of him just get comfortable in the game and just relax. You know, the power's there. Like, the raw power's there. Just, you don't want him up there, you know, with a crossword puzzle in his head of what to do with every pitch. Just go up there and swing, dude. You're hitting, he's hitting eighth most most nights, so just. It's going to get favorable pitches. Just chill out, man. You're a catcher. Yeah. (laughs) You know, there's not many catchers in in the game. They're they're asked to carry offenses, and, I you know, I don't think Joey's going to be asked to do that for the Giants either, so. Yeah, I agree. Um. I think they just want him to, at you know, in regards of offense, at, just hit, um, and the power will come. Uh, you know, it's if you're hitting singles and and occasionally a double, that's fine. Uh, and, you know, it's it's again, it's early. Like he's only appeared in a handful of games. 
Um, we might be checking in on him a little too early, but uh, it it's early, but again, the signs are positive. So, you know, maybe we'll check in on him again in a month. And if he's continuing that trend, then that's great. That means Joey Bart's figured things out if he's still sure. doing this in a month. Yeah. Um, so kind of going in the other direction, uh, David VR, not a great start uh, to the season after finishing 2022 with a promising finish. Um, this guy's down to a 145 batting average, uh, 242 on base. He does have four home runs and 11 RBIs, but like that's pretty much it. Outside of that, um, he's really struggled. And it's not like he's, uh, you know, lighting the world on fire on defense, too. I will say this in regards of like third base, JD Davis has earned the right to play there every day. The dude is hitting, he's playing well above average defensively. I think better than Giants maybe even anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know VR has gotten some looks at second base, too. I mean, today's an off day. Uh, Tomorrow's a new series. We might, maybe there's a move or something. Um, You know, David VR uh, does have options. Uh, Do we see him maybe go down or uh, do you you think they give him a little bit of a longer leash? What do you think? Oh, man. I know it's a, that's a really good question. Cause we're pulling um, for this guy for sure. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's be real. If you're a giants fan, you are grasping and begging for these, these young guys to step forward because there's not a lot of them that are, you know, kind of waving their hands at you, especially from, from a position standpoint. So yeah, with, with VR, you, you kind of got like almost the, the anti Joey Bart. Yeah. He's got four home runs, but, Good God, you know, he's hitting like 180, wait, what, 145? Like, yeah. you know, he's, you know, his, he's only drawn eight walks, 30, 32 strikeouts already. Like, in 95 plate appearances. Yeah, 95 plate appearances. Yeah. I mean, oh, I mean, t- t- I mean, I'm sorry. You know, I know, yeah, the four home runs is great, but when you're, when you're 12 for 83, like, uh, you're not going to convince me that you you know what you're really doing up there. And that being said, that being said, I really hope if the Giants do demote him for a period, I mean that's that that's fine. If you want to if it's one of those like hey, we want David to refresh Get right. re, re, reset a little bit, relax, he's part of our future. I hope that's what they say because I you mentioned JD Davis and he's playing so good. I mean, the best baseball of his career, he's hitting the crap out of the ball, uh, playing absolutely playing outstanding third base too. Uh, which is way beyond what I expected from, from this year. I thought coming this year, we hadn't seen a lot of JD Davis. I thought he was stone hands over there at third base, <laughs> but Holy crap. I mean, credit to him. And maybe, you know, maybe he's put a little pressure on, on VR. Who knows? But you, you you can't say so early in the year that the Giants haven't made a bit of an effort with VR because you know they put him at second. They've made the efforts to get him in the lineup. Now that can you know you, we we circle back to Mauricio Dubon a little bit there, where it's like yeah you got a young guy trying to learn a different position. I mean people people like most people most casual fans I should say I'm not I'm not talking to anybody out there, but most people most people dismiss defense, you know. Yeah. And like it's oh god, you have a glove, go play some goddamn defense and you know do the right thing. You know, this isn't little league, you should be able to make plays. 
Not necessarily. So we don't know. We're like we're not there, but that could have a little something to, to do with it because yeah, the way he ended the way he ended last year, he ended last year on on, on such a heater, and we talked about him all offseason. Like man, Dave I kind of compared him to like Pablo Sandoval back in like oh and at the end of the 08 season where I was like, oh okay, man, he's kind of showing that like okay, I can play at this level. And, and then 09, Pablo had a big year. Uh, yeah, he had a great year. Yeah, and then I mean things happen, but yeah. You know, I'm not carrying Dave Yards, Pablo Sandoval, but but that's kind of what it, it kind of got people thinking or got yeah. me thinking. So maybe uh, maybe a little uh you know, little tenure in Sacramento is, is is in order for for VR because I I, I like him he look you know he he looks the part man it's such an old fucking cliche I know but he looks like he, <laughs> he I feel like you send him down to Sacramento he's gonna hit like four uh, home runs in three days <laughs> it's gonna be like oh god what the hell are we doing now so could he could he be uh, one that one of those classic uh you know 4a Todd Linden type players possibly but it's it's early for him and the way he burst on the scene at the end of last year, you know, I want to give, I want to give David Viard the benefit of the doubt. And, you know, and on this one, I got to give the Giants credit. You know, I think they've been trying to give him the benefit of the doubt too. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Tomorrow, you're 100% correct. Tomorrow's a big day. But I, I hell, before, you know, in a full discrepancy here. In our season preview, I predicted that the Giants would trade JD Davis between May and June so they can make a room for David VR. And, Rob, that I, still could happen. Not in May or June, but maybe towards the trade deadline. Yes, because <laughs> if, if the Giants keep sucking, and, and yeah, JD Davis could very well be out of town. But yeah, I don't think they're gonna they're gonna be trading JD Davis here in the next couple of weeks to make a B for David VR. But I, I will say this, and we gotta keep this in the back of our mind. Brandon Crawford still on the IL until I believe yes. May tenth, which is you know yes. six yes. days away still. So Tyro Strada is well, filling in it short, mm-hmm. you know, which leaves second base open. Sure. There's David VR. So, um, you know, VR may stick on the club for at least a few more days. Maybe he gets things going. And yes. then um, when it's time for Crawford, that if he's still struggling, then maybe it's an easy decision. So um, sure. that is possible. We got to follow the the Brandon Crawford timeline here. Sure. Yeah. And I, be- I believe to what kind of works against David VR coming up and, to me, it's not that huge of a deal, but to the Giants, it is. They're facing kind of a slew of righties coming up, so yep. po- you know, possibly like they could be looking to make a make a move where they might they might look to use Brett Wisely at second base for a couple of days. Like, he hasn't hit yet, but you know, in his defense, you know, he's had some good at bats too, but nothing to show for it. But I mean, we can, we can get to him later. But yeah, um, the kind of the way the Giants operate, it, it does sort of lean towards VR maybe being out of the picture here for, for a couple days. But, I mean, we'll see what happens. And there's all you've, – you've heard the murmurs already about Casey Schmidt too. So, who knows? I'm, well, not ready. Know where, I'm, not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for that yet. But You know where I'm at with Casey Schmidt. There's, uh, been, there's been chatter. I don't want him up to play shortstop. Giants – chatter giants chatter i'm just re- i'm just reiterating that i don't want them to bring him up and put him a short i no, don't me neither uh i don't it, here's the thing uh and i'll end with this real quick 
Brandon Crawford is going to get ran into the ground the rest of the season at shortstop, whether he is awful or he is great. Brandon Crawford will be the primary shortstop for the Giants the rest of the season. For a lot of reasons. He will, he will not get benched. He's not the guy that's going to get some phantom injury. Um, no. Brandon Crawford will be in the lineup as long as he is really healthy. So mm-hmm. I just don't and, – and, and if they do bring up Casey Schmidt to play shortstop, I, I hope it's maybe for a minimal time because I, I don't want to take him away from being – I think he's an elite third baseman. And, um, you know, let him get some more time down in Sacramento, smooth it out, and let – J.D. Davis still has to play. He's got to play over at third. So right. I, let's pump the brakes on Casey Schmidt, um, and we'll see in four to six weeks where that's at. You know, Yeah, yeah and, and the organization uh, doesn't seem too keen on letting – Wilmer Flores by second base at this point either. I think they've kind of. Rob, I think first base is too much of movement for him. I, I know, I I know, but when you're looking at you know, with the with VRB and a righty, you know, you look at other right hand options. That's why I throw I throw out Brett, Brett Wisely because because they have a slew of righties coming up. Yeah, I, I threw him out there and the great Cal Stevenson. And, <laughs> nah, <come on. laughs> Cal Ripken Stevenson, but. uh yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think they want to see uh, Wilmer Flores anywhere near the middle infield. So that, that that's another thing that could be working towards VR's favor. It, it's yeah, it, it's really it's a it's a it's a crazy situation they they got with him, and I'm really curious to see what they do co- come tomorrow because you know I I'm, we're all pulling for him. He's young talent. The Giants will have a young talent. I'm sorry to say that. So I really want that to happen. So. All right. Well, wanted to talk to Dubon, check in on Joey Bart, check in on Dave VR. And uh, so, yeah, we'll wrap with that. Uh, make sure you are following us on all our socials at Say Hey Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Say Hey Doug. Follow Rob at Say Hey Rob. <laughs> and make sure that you are joined up on Giants Chatter on Facebook and follow on Twitter at Giants Chatter. So, uh, for episode 101, until next time, thanks for joining us. And uh, go Giants. Go Giants. Don't get swept. Say hey. Say who. Say Willie. Say hey. Say who. Swinging at the plate. Say hey. Say who. Say Willie. That Giants kid is great. Say hey. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.